With the number 49th overall pick, the Indianapolis Colts select Ben Benogu, linebacker out of TCU. Andrew, what stands out about Benogu's game? Uh, yeah, I, I was. that was kind of a, a surprising pick, much similar to when the Colts took Darius Leonard last year and nobody really knew who, or excuse me, nobody really knew who he was. Um, turns out, you know, that his production spoke for itself. But with Banigou uh, out of TCU, uh, from what I understand, Chris Ballard said he wants to play him at defensive end, but he's so ginormous uh, in terms of his physical stature. He's six foot three. He's got great speed. And I think he has the ability to play a linebacker as well as defensive end. I think he's a very versatile player. I think he's going to play right alongside Darius Leonard and Anthony Walker. And I think he's going to do very, very well. Uh, and the more I go back and I watch his tape at TCU and I watch the production that he had and the speed that he has coming off the edge uh, in terms of when he plays defensive end, uh, it's just I think he's going to turn out to be a fantastic player. Yeah, definitely. And I know that he, he can obviously pass or rush the passer. I mean, at TCU, he had eight and a half sacks back-to-back seasons. So he's no stranger to that. But I also know that Benogu's talked about how you know he's planning on playing the Sam position right beside Anthony Walker and Darius Leonard. And so I kind of look at this guy, man, as sort of like that, you know how you know most offenses have that gadget-type player. So like the Colts, for example, Naheem Hines last year, um, or the you know Tyreek Hill type players. I kind of think of Benogu sort of in that way, just on the defense. He's kind of a player you can move all around. He's kind of a gadget guy in a way where he can rush the passer. You know, he can play linebacker. He can do all these things for you. And that's definitely uh, an important player to have for sure. Um, so who's a player? You know, you mentioned Darius Leonard, but who's a pro player that you think he can really emulate that we can kind of expect him to be and kind of have the same tendencies as? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Um, one that I actually wasn't prepared for. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. Let me see who I can come up with here. Uh, I mentioned Darius Leonard, and I really mm-hmm. – I, I, I think I'm going to stick with that. Okay. I, I mean, I really think they're very similar in size. I think Banigou maybe has an inch on Leonard. I think Leonard is 6'2". Uh, but in terms of – I mean, I guess I don't really see Leonard playing defensive end. But when you line Banigou up at linebacker, I see – similar ball instincts i see open uh field tackle ability i see you know a nose for the ball and i see mm. you know the, I, I see really really strong potential in banigou and i think like i said earlier with lining up next to darius leonard and anthony walker i think he's going to be potentially the quote-unquote darius leonard of this year's draft now i'm not sure you know about all pros and and that uh kind of production you know of course that'd be fantastic but in terms of you know his ability and his upside i think he is going to be uh i think he's going to surprise a lot of people Hmm. yeah definitely i I know that he's a guy that's very very athletic very fast and that's kind of very long player and that's you know that's similar mere almost mirroring darius leonard it's kind of scary how it is a second round pick just like last year but yeah i definitely think that He's a piece, and it's kind of like the Colts are at a place now where they they have good players on their team, and and just adding more talent, adding more speed, adding more potential to their defense, I think is something that you know the defense can never have too much of, and especially the Colts defense with with all the different things that they do on their defense, I think um, he can definitely add a different element to this team that maybe their defense was lacking last year. And you know, talking about like him playing the Sam. I think he, he – I guess I want to get your opinion on this. I think that 
Last year when we looked at how the Colts use a Sam, you know, they used Zaire Franklin, Matthew Adams, guys, guys who are really kind of run stoppers, you know, kind of the big thumper guys, a good, the good, uh, you know, kind of the bigger players, not too, too great in coverage. But I think he will have a different role if he does and if and when he does start at that Sam linebacker position. So what kind of role do you think that he can have in this Colts defense as a Sam linebacker? Yeah, I think he, um, I think he kind of, Hit it on the head with Zaire Franklin and um, the other gentleman. I can't think of his name. Uh, but with Ben Banigou, I mean, I just think if he's if he is to play that uh, Sam linebacker position, or if we were to place him there, I think he would. I think he would thrive in both uh, zone coverage and and run stuffing ability. I think he is that um, gifted in terms of his physical stature, in terms of his his playmaking ability. I'll go back to what I said earlier about his ball instincts. Uh, I mean, like you said, he had eight and a half sacks last year at TCU, and I mean, he just, he just, he's someone that sort of jumps out to me, and I'm sure to a lot of other people as well, and there's a reason, you know, Chris Ballard thinks so highly of him, you know, I go back to, you know, uh, what Chris Ballard said about how he found Darius Leonard going to the Senior Bowl, and he and a couple other scouts noticed, you know, that Darius Leonard could potentially be a special player. Uh, and it turns out that he's proving them right, and I think the same goes for Ben Banigou. He's going to fill a very similar role um, to to what Darius Leonard uh, does in our scheme. Yeah, definitely. And then the Colts came back in the third round and selected another linebacker. This one from Stanford, actually announced by Pat McAfee. By the way, that was great. Him, was his roast of the Titans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That was wonderful. (laughs) But anyways, 89 overall, they select Bobby Okariki from Stanford. Uh, You know, he's kind of undersized a little bit. I think he's around 5'11 as a linebacker. You know, questions about his height, I think, a little bit were were maybe why he fell. Um, What do you think he can add to this defense? I think Okariki is a very unique individual with great great ball instincts and great great tackling ability. I've gone back and watched some of his film at Stanford. I think he's a very good open field tackler. I, I think, if I remember correctly, when, when he was selected or when we selected him, um, Daniel Jeremiah or whomever did the draft breakdown of him mentioned something about his wingspan, mentioned something about how the, he has the ability to, although he's only 5'11", to really you know, get up there and, and bat balls down the line of scrimmage and read the quarterback's eyes very, very well. Uh, for somebody that isn't really um, as tall as most linebackers would be or would ex- be expected to be, uh, I suppose. Uh, but I think he's going to be a very, very interesting player, like I said, with his open tackling, uh, open field tackling ability, his ball instincts, and then his wingspan, uh, I think, is going to be something to uh, keep an eye on. And then the Colts came back again in the fifth round, and they took a player that I think a lot of people like were like, who in the world is this? Uh, they took EJ Speed out of Tarleton State. Now, I admittedly don't know anything about this guy. Uh, what, what do you know from watching? I know he didn't have a ton of film, but what do you know from kind of hearing the Colts talk about this guy and, and kind of what what you've seen of Mr. Speed? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. I've seen very little on Mr. Speed, but but what I do know is his, is his name speaks for itself. <laughs> he's very, very fast, uh, and he's very versatile. I think he can play all three linebacker positions. And I think he is going to bring much depth uh, and much physicality to a linebacker room that already consists of, you know, like we talked about with Darius Leonard, Anthony Walker, Zaire Franklin, Matt Adams, and uh, Ben Banigou. 
and I think uh, EJ Speed has a really good shot at making the final 53-man roster. Uh, like I said, his speed, oddly enough, ironically, was something that jumped out to me. Yeah, definitely. And I know, you know, it's kind of an interesting story. I don't know everything about the story, but just kind of hearing, you know, Chris Ballard talk about this guy, like the, he wasn't on the Colts radar like at all till like, I think, a, I don't even know if it was like a month out. And they, lo- they saw this guy and they saw his tape and they're just like, who is this guy? They were intrigued and they fell in love with him. And I mean, to draft him in the fifth round, it's not like he's a, you know, maybe he's a little bit of a project, but still a fifth round pick. I mean, that's still a decent pick there. So the Colts must know something that a lot of people don't. Uh, what kind of traits do you think the Colts see in this guy? You know, you mentioned his speed, but like, what do you think are some other things that you know, the Colts have, t- uh, you know, their tendency is to look in their linebackers? Well, I look at a guy like Anthony Walker. When we, when uh, Chris Ballard drafted him, he was a fifth-round pick, and nobody really knew who he was. And I, I you know, he was bigger, six-one. Um, you know, I'm not really sure of EJ Speed's height, but um, I look at a guy like EJ Speed, and I think I see instincts, I see playmaking ability, I see sideline to sideline, I see the ability to read the quarterback's eyes very well, I see you know, uh, open field tackling. And like I said, I haven't seen much of it, but I'll say this. I've learned to not question Chris Ballard, especially after last year's draft and the draft that he had the, the year before. Any pick that he makes, no matter the position, no matter the player, no matter the background, I've learned to just go with it and trust him. Uh, and so I think I think if he sees something and the Colts personnel staff sees something at EJ Speed that we as fans may not see, I think we have no reason to to think twice about him. Definitely, and just to answer your question there on EJ Speed, you know, six three, two twenty five. I mean, so he is a tall guy, tall, big linebacker. Um, and you mentioned he's fast, super, super fast. And so, you know, I think it's speed. It'll probably be length, and I think that's kind of what the Colts have looked for in their linebackers, and you know what they'll continue to look for going forward. And so, Andrew, I just want to take a look now. From 2018 now to 2019, this Colts linebacker room, I mean, the depth that they've added is just insane. I mean, kind of early in the draft, too, uh, kind of the depth that they've added. So what do you think is going to happen with these linebackers as, you know, training camp approaches, preseason approaches, and eventually when the Colts have to make those cuts to the 53-man roster? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that it'll really come down to uh, who wants it more. You know, Chris Ballard talks about never having enough players in any specific position and be willing to come in and compete for a position like it's, you know, like you're like you're not going to, to make the 53-man roster. And I think it really just comes down to who who wants it more. Yeah. I suppose. That's a very vague answer, but who, who wants it more? Who's willing to come in early and, and get those extra reps in? Who's willing to come in and, you know, maybe lead the other guys along? Who's willing to come in and maybe showcase something that that Chris Ballard and his personnel staff and Frank Reich and Matt Eberflus didn't see uh, prior to drafting? Yeah, definitely. And I think with the guys that they've drafted, um, you mentioned how good they are in coverage. And I think that's something that the Colts linebackers for a few years now uh, they've struggled in is, is that coverage, you know, covering the tight ends. And I think that's something that the Colts really look to improve. And you talked about Okariki and his coverage ability and then um, – and then just the other linebackers they've drafted. I mean, they've drafted guys who are fast, and I think that's important. And guys that are big, too, um, you yeah. know, whether that's height or, you know, length. I think the Colts have really looked for that. And so, 
it's it's interesting to me, Andrew, just the comparison from last year to this year. You know, last year the Colts drafted two guys in the seventh round and they made the roster for the for the linebackers. And compared to last year, I mean it's gonna be a lot harder, especially at the linebacker, corner, and wide receiver position, to make this roster compared to previous years with the Colts. And so that's that's really, really interesting. Also, the Colts drafted another defender. No, not a linebacker, surprisingly. A defensive end, 199th overall from Mississippi State, Jerry Green. Now, what? who is Green? I don't know really much about him, so tell me who Jerry Green is and what he can bring to this Colts roster. Yeah, from the, from the little tape that I've seen of, of Jerry Green, I mean, he's very – he reminds me a lot of uh, Kamoko Ture, who we picked in the second round last year. More of a speed rusher uh, than a power rusher, but – Great instincts, great ability to get after the quarterback, which is, of course, something you definitely want to see in a pass rusher. And I think he's got a really, uh, really good chance to make the final 53-man roster. I mean, of course, I think all of these players do. But Jerry Green, there's just something that sort of sticks out to me when I when I watch him. I see, I can't think, like I said, Kamoka Terrain, there's maybe a couple other players that I can't really think of right now on the top of my head. Uh, but he just, he just stands out. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think I actually mispronounced his name. I think it's Gary, technically. Gary Green, Jerry Green, whatever it is. We're looking forward to having him on the roster as well. It'll be interesting to see him compete in that deep defensive end rotation. In total, the Indianapolis Colts had 10 draft picks and spent four of them on the defensive front seven. So it'll be interesting to see how these guys get equated to the Colts system and what they can bring to the defense in 2019 and beyond.